Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dominic, Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to us on the radio. You can also watch us live as we are streamed on the 77 WABC YouTube page. One way or the other, you can uh, listen to us, watch us, and we are so glad that you are with us. So... This morning, or rather I should say this afternoon. So I, I have my son with me, and we're running some errands, and um, the craziest stuff that I, that I have to deal with. I'm almost embarrassed, Matt, to admit that um, uh, my, my post office box, the screw rotted away, so I thought I could just replace the door. On the mailbox. Right, that right? makes sense. But no, you have to buy a new mailbox. You have to buy a new mailbox. This is your P.O. box. No, this oh, is your the mailbox, mailbox at the home. And at my home, the mailbox is across the street. So I guess the Postal Service, they have them all lined up, and mine is across the street. Right. And so having grown up in New York City, I don't know how to change a postal <laughs> box, right? I don't think I've ever had to change my my uh, mailbox But either. you see, but, but I'm kicking myself because if I had taken care of it, I would have sprayed some of that anti-rust on it so the right, screw right. would not have rusted. So now I have no choice and I'm in a panic because if, you're, if your postal box doesn't work, then you have to go to the post office to pick up your mail. They won't leave it for you. No, they right? won't. They'll just, they'll just drive right by you. Right. And they'll just drive right by you. And so normally when I, when I come out to get the mail, uh, people in the neighborhood will stop me. And they want to talk about what we're talking about on WABC, or I'm looking for the deer, or I'm trying to avoid a bear, which doesn't, you know, I think it's the time of season where they hibernate. Yeah, but you know, a, a brother from from the hood, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little worried about. I mean, the deer, a, the deer are usually dust till dawn. They're not usually right? out during yeah, the middle yeah, of the day. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah, in Rockland, that's that's, that's not true. the case. In Rockland, sometimes you got the mama deer. The baby deer, right. the daddy deer, and they all look at you like this is my territory. So anyway, I'm going to get to the topic at hand. But so now, so I'm out there, I'm rushing before it gets dark, and I'm trying to figure out how to change the mailbox. And I noticed there's screw because it's it's on a like a wood um, post post right, and there's screws on the side, but there are screws underneath 
right? And it's on like a black plastic thing. It's I've never done this. This before. is a big process. It's a big process. <laughs> and so I'm on YouTube looking at. I, I shouldn't even admit this. I'm looking on YouTube how to change a postal box. Now, did you buy a new? I went and bought a new box. Right. I'm cheap as hell, so I only <laughs> paid twenty four dollars at a Home Depot, and of course it's a smaller box. Right. And so, so tomorrow when I get up, I've got to figure out how to change the the postal box with the screws before they come with the mail. Before, but the mail comes at ten a.m. Oh, so, so you got to get up early, right? So, so it is what it is. But in between those errands and uh, errands, and the reason why I set this up is um, I went to the Walgreens in um, in New City, right? And the first thing I try and do is avoid the McDonald's uh, that's right directly across from. Walgreens. I, I've got to, you know, slow down with that. And so I go in, and the first thing I notice, there's a big sign that says no COVID tests available right on the door. And then when you go inside, there is a further sign that they have no supplies. And everywhere I go, and I'll be honest, up until today, I didn't really pay much attention to the significance of having these tests readily available for Americans. And so have, have you noticed it at your... Uh, I've noticed it a lot that there's more signs mm-hmm. everywhere about wearing masks and about COVID tests. Right. Uh, not that there wasn't before, but I didn't notice it before. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about it so much, now I'm taking notice. And the fact that they want either... You know, this mandate is taking effect coming Monday in New York City. Right. About having to have be at least one boost, one shot. Right. So now I am taking more notice, and I have noticed Mm -hmm. that there are less tests, or they're saying there's no tests. Because I saw it in the Walgreens by my house, the same exact sign. Well, either, either in Rockland County or in New York City, it's very easy to spot. The COVID testing sites and the uh, the medical centers, because all you have to do is look for the lines. That's true. No matter where you are, and that's how you know that it is a COVID uh, testing site because of the long, long line. So I took a long way to get to the point of the president's speech uh, today, President Biden, well, technically uh, yesterday, and um be careful, you know, presidential politics are, are amazing. Be careful how you criticize during the uh, campaign because it could come back to bite you uh, in the rear end. And that's the case for the current president. If you recall, folks, uh, he blamed uh, then-President Donald Trump saying that lives lost could have been saved if Trump had a plan if trump had a plan well mr president the question begs right now what is your plan and why are the testing supplies not readily available that becomes the question so we're going to discuss that this first half hour and then our second half hour i told you folks Some of you say, oh, you're not being fair to the Democrats. You're not being fair to the Democrats. I told you, folks, these phony progressives with their phony ideas do as I say, not as I do. And now, and now, the mayor of Chicago.
the mayor, progressive number two behind Bill de Blasio, she's crying, no mas, no mas, following in the shoes of the mayor of San Francisco, no mas on crime and her city, and is calling on the feds to come in. Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. We will get to that topic coming up at about 1235, 1240 uh, this morning. And so here's the good news. Biden's speech. And we're going to be taking your telephone calls, of course. 1-800-848-WABC. 1-800-848-9222. So the good news during his speech, the president described plans to purchase and distribute approximately 500 million, 500 million COVID-19 tests amid this large uh, shortage throughout the country. That's the good news. The bad news is you go to any testing site throughout the country and it's clear that this administration was not prepared for this moment. That's not a biased statement. That is a statement of fact. A statement of fact. The president said in his uh, news conference today, his his uh, address, that this all went off like an alarm bell and it happened overnight. It happened overnight uh, as it relates to uh, Omicron. But how could it happen overnight when when Omicron has been going on for the, the last month, give or take. And when you're the president of the United States, you are elected to eliminate, basically, overnight situations. Your job is to plan and plan ahead. So now the president announces that there are going to be federal testing sites. There are going to be 10, count them, 10 in New York City beginning this week. week. So the reason why I just uh, flubbed my word right there is because I'll let you do the math. A city of 8.5 million people, and there are going to be 10 new sites for the Omicron uh, virus as it's spreading like wildfire. If that's not catch up, I don't know what catch up is. Catch up. Let's go to the uh, telephone calls. Let's start. Let's see here with our friend in, uh, in Boston. Let's say good morning to Jennifer. Jennifer, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi there, Dominic. Hi, um, Jennifer. It's always good to hear your voice. And it's good to um, hear yours as well. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I had a couple of things. I actually called on the crime thing, so if I could make a brief statement at that on that at the end. But I will speak briefly to also this situation um, regarding the uh, new variant and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Fauci, who I, there, I wouldn't even say very little, I have no faith or confidence in, as I actually said, they knew there'd be other variants. So how could they possibly be caught so flat-footed um, unless Agreed. they were so busy pushing vaccine, 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 put, putting all their eggs in one basket because they're 
horribly short, according to Marty McCary out of John Hopkins and other um, physicians that I've heard talk there, they have a very, very low supply of monoclonal antibody treatment, which really should have been top of top importance to them. And they should have a giant stockpile of that. They do not. And then the test kits, it's the same thing. And who knows who's being exposed to what waiting in those lines. If people could do it in the safety of their own homes, wouldn't that be a lot more, be a lot more pragmatic or have them um, delivered through, you know, where you can go and pick them up, like at a health center or a fire department or something. Um, this, to me, is madness, what we are witnessing. And they were so quick to jump all over Trump when he didn't even have a vaccine. And everyone was saying how, you know, the soft piles weren't there and, and this and that and how awful he did. Well, he had no warning of a pandemic. This was already going on when they got in there. And Jennifer, you, 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 you are correct. And here's, especially on the uh, Trump part, again, love him, hate him. He said mm-hmm. that he would deliver on a vaccine and he was mocked, almost ridiculed mm-hmm. during the presidential debates. And he delivered on exactly what he said he was going to do. What I want to do, mm-hmm. Jennifer, is um, I want I, I have Drew uh, on, in White Plains. I want you to hold for a second because mm-hmm. Drew believes that Biden is handling this better than Trump. Drew is on the uh, WABC app in White Plains. And so, Drew, you are now on the line with Jennifer. Make your case, and then I'll have Jennifer respond. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing? I hope everything, you're having a good night. Dominic, same to you. Same to you. Um, I like Joe Biden's transparency. Joe Biden is transparent. Trump politicized the virus because it was election season. I'm not blaming it, but he had to. He had no choice. He was down in polls. This coronavirus was literally eating him up. He downplayed it, and I feel like he cost people lives. Downplayed it so much that he even politicized your choice about the vaccine, which was the wrong move because now he's even trying to walk that back. Did Joe Biden say that on the campaign he was going to keep it under control? Of course, he had no choice but to. You can't run against somebody and say, I'm going to do a worse job than you. That's not how politics work. But Joe Biden is very transparent. He's coming out and telling people what it is. He's saying, listen, if you're vaccinated, you're more protected. You need to get the booster. You need to get everything. Trump literally downplayed this. Let's not forget it was leaked calls to where he knew the severity of this virus. And he downplayed it. Okay, all right. And him okay. downplaying the virus was the worst thing ever. Okay, so so now, so now, Drew, just hold on one second. We're going to let Jennifer respond, mm-hmm. and then I'll come back to you. Jennifer, you just heard what Drew had to say. What do you make of that? I did, and quickly, uh, Drew, you're one of my favorite callers. I I most often don't agree with you, but you're very thoughtful. And um, I also, you wrote an email to Dominic, I believe it was once, about your family and so forth your parents, and it was very, very yes. touching, and um, it made an impact on me. So um, you sound like a squared away guy, so good for you. So real quick, um, I, I couldn't disagree more, you might imagine. As far as Donald Trump goes, he said he didn't tell people the severity because he didn't want to raise a panic, which at this point I think is exactly why you see these lines throughout New York City and other places, because I think, um, Biden is creating a panic. I would guarantee you that probably at least 70% of the people in those lines do not have this um, illness. 
And I, I think it's very scary that he's making people go through the test just to get on plane, et cetera, et cetera. And the other thing is, Drew, if, if this president is so concerned about your well-being and my well-being, why has he allowed, and he, he's always scolding um, the unvaccinated and calling it a pandemic of the unvaccinated, why has he allowed 2 million illegal immigrants to come across that border and have no health screening? At, they might get a cursory screening for, like, uh, you know, cold-like symptoms. At that, even those that have been known to have COVID have been put on planes and float around this country. No treatment, no vaccines. So how how is it the first responsibility of any president is the protection of the American people? How can you tell me that he has our best interest at heart? Okay. Well, he has allowed that to happen. Okay. And God knows how many countless people have been infected by those illegal immigrants. Okay, thank you, Jennifer. Drew, you have the final word now on this. Go right ahead, please. Jennifer, thank you for the compliment on the email. I'm glad it could touch you, and I'm glad Dominic actually read it on air. He did not have to do that. I gladly appreciate that. Now, when Trump downplayed the virus, I'm sorry, people's bodies were being out in trucks in front of cemeteries in Brooklyn because they couldn't fit it in. It was that serious. Now, as far as people saying, oh, they're fear-mongering, listen, you'd rather be safe than sorry. I personally was in the hospital for five days. I have no underlying conditions. I was 33 years old. That thing is not a joke. It's not to be played with. You'd rather be safe than sorry. And as far as for the border, I don't think Biden wants the border open. But let me tell you something, and Dominic could agree to this. When they were stopping the Haitians on the border, Al Sharpton went up there and said, Biden, you stabbed us in the back from Harlem to Texas or to Haiti, whatever his exact words is. And Biden immediately opened it even more up. Reason being, Biden has to play to his constituency. He has to play to the people who elected him in office. Unfortunately, these people wanted, who come from my community, wanted the border open for some reason. They play into progressive politics, as Dominic always said, because if you see, most progressives are representing the inner city. Biden is playing to these people who want the border open. Is it right? No. But guess what? If he loses the people who put him in office, he loses power. He loses power for the person who's going to come behind him. All right. Well, Drew, Drew, thank thank you. you, Thank you. And thank you to Jennifer up in Boston. We are going to take a break and we're going to have much more of your telephone calls as it relates to the president's uh, speech. But the bottom line here is that the testing shortage as it relates to COVID, it is a failure of the Biden administration. Let me be crystal clear about that. People standing on lines for hours to be tested. If travel was banned from certain countries in Africa almost a month ago, give or take, then why are the supplies not here yet? For home testing. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We'll be right back. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. But the fire is so delightful And since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let 
And that is the voice of the lovely Dina Martin here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. So the president delivers uh, his remarks. And um, there's uh, there's no other way to say this, that the testing shortage is a failure of the Biden administration. Here is the president responding to that, and he doesn't see it that way. I don't think anybody anticipated that this was going to be as rapidly spreading as it did. And so the question is, we had a lot of people who have access to the test, who could order them, could could uh, have their insurance pay for them, et cetera. But it also, and all of a sudden, it was like everybody rushed to the counter. It was a big, big rush. And I knew that was coming. So what I tried to do is meet with the companies and use the uh, Defense Production Act to get a half a billion more tests and figure out how to get them to their homes. So that's the uh, president's response, but th- there's no way around this. If if the country knew or the administration knew almost a month ago, why weren't steps taken at that time, right? You banned travel from, uh, from several African uh, countries, right thing to do. I know some of you disagree with that, but in the, in the interest of protecting Americans, but yet here we are. And now the country's being told that as far as these rapid tests, that they will arrive to American citizens in January. That's unacceptable. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. Let's start with uh, Judith. Judith is uh, listening on the radio in Brooklyn. Good morning, Judith. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning. I had to call because I heard Drew, and I'm really upset. Um, Nothing personal, Drew. But I want to tell you something. President Trump took COVID very seriously, Dominic. This is an enemy that no one knew how to even uh, figure out what's going on. It was an invisible enemy. It was so unusual. We didn't know anything. He was lied to. It was supposed to be not from, you know, from to humans. It was just animal stuff completely. He shut down the entire economy, something that he, he was like, that was his pride and joy, one of them. He brought the GDP up to four, and he shut the entire economy down. For the sake of saving lives, for crying out loud, he was so innovative, overnight masks and overnight ventilators, sent ships to New York and California. My God. Now, let me tell you, Drew, Biden absolutely wants the border open. He said so in 2015 when he was vice president. Look it up. He wanted a stream like what's going on right now. He knows very well. What kind of patriot is he? To allow illegals, two million coming in and then spreading all this COVID all over the all over the country and setting out in the middle of the night and everything. Come on, on and on and on. I could I could go on, Dominic, but you know something? <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. Well, Judith, you got your point across and um Thank you. You know, uh you, you did make a, a very valid point, uh bringing it back to, to mind for me, and that the president, President Trump, prided himself on the economy, the success of the economy, and yet he was forced to completely shut it down, knowing the impact it would make on his reelection efforts. So that is something very interesting to point out as we look back at history. Let's go to uh, BJ. BJ's calling from Queens, listening on the radio. Good morning. What's on your mind, BJ? Merry Christmas, Dominic. Same to you Uh, and your family. Likewise, peace on earth to you, uh, everyone, and goodwill to, to all men. 
I, I, uh, you know, I try and say things based in fact, not in fantasy, the way I want them to be. Uh, you know, let, let's let's look at the facts. Joe Biden inherited uh, two or three vaccines. All he had to do was open up the box. We had no discussion of mandates. We were on the downward sp- spiral of COVID uh, when he took office. Now he has more deaths on his watch than Trump has on his. So this notion that Joe Biden's transparent, he has no clue as to where he's going to get these tests for. Uh, We are in, uh, you know, with a mild variant where I think there's been, what, 10, 12 fatalities all over the world. We are locking down again with no plan uh, uh, in sight to keep the economy intact. We have a governor that turns around and says, well, we're going to have these mandates until January 15th. What does that tell us? That tells us that the next line of mandates is going to be uh, whether or not you have the booster, whether or not you're allowed to participate in society. So um, it's it's a very wonderful notion that Joe Biden is doing a great job on the pandemic, but it's a, it's a fallacious one. And any any uh, uh, claim that he's doing terrific is uh, by anyone, any of your callers or anything, is false. I mean, um, I really believe that uh, mandates don't work. Mandates just don't work. We're okay, not a but country run on so, 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 BJ, I, I've got to move on. But, but why, why do you say mandates don't work? It, it, you know, we, we're in a very I'll tell you why. serious I'll, situation. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You will get mandates. Uh, uh, you will have public buy-in whenever you have a catastrophe. So people were willing to do everything for the greater common good. Uh, and they would be willing to cooperate by mandates. But we live in a constitutional republic. Mandates aren't legislated law or law that's argued over or passed in Congress. It's individual. Uh, it, it's it's uh, uh, just a, a situational uh, uh, regulation that's relative to the moment. And that means any lawyer, uh, any leader can capriciously make it up as opposed to you and I voting on it and deciding this is the way we should I, go. I, I hear you, BJ, and, and I've got to move on, but I thank you for the call. But the bottom line is 800,000 Americans dead. I mean, that's not just regular politics. People have died. People are dying. And unfortunately, uh, people are going to die in the future. Something has to give. Something has to give over this situation as it relates to COVID. But I think here's one thing that we can agree on, and that is the U.S., the United States of America, should be ahead of the curve when it comes to supplies, when it comes to home testing. Folks should not be standing online for three hours to get a test. I mean, I, I know that to a degree we are in uncharted territory, but to stand online for two, three, four hours to receive a, uh, a test and, uh, you know, the administration, they can say whatever they want to. But again, the testing shortage is a failure of this administration, the Biden administration. And if you don't believe me, imagine what would be said if Trump was still in office 
And we as a country were dealing with the same identical situation. Imagine, just imagine what would be said about Trump in this same situation if he were in the Oval Office right now. Biden would be leading the pack and criticizing the president of the United States for the same exact situation. And you can't have it both ways. You can't criticize Trump on this during the campaign. And then you, you win the office, you assume the office and we're having uh, very basic problems. So some may say, well, you know what, Dominic, this is all unprecedented. Yes, it is all unprecedented, but supplies, testing, and this administration, for all of your advisors that you don't know that you need an ample supply of testing for the months ahead, let's see what our buddy Stan in uh, Forest Hills. Stan, I, I get in trouble sometimes to my listeners when I take your call, but, but let's see what you have to say this morning. Good morning. Uh, I don't care about the listeners anymore. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, they don't interest me, considering... Uh, let me, let me answer the guy that sent you a, a email quickly. The guy who remember and he didn't come on the air. He was going. He was wondering, sir. Let me tell you something. There are nobody that calls this station who is liberal. I'm the only one. Very few. Maybe Drew might be the other one. Other than that, the rest of the people who call this phone and this show and uh, and Rita are conservatives and right onto the right. You all think the same way. That's fine. You got a right to your opinion. But there are no liberals calling this station or moderates at all. So when I call, they take my call. If there were 15 or 20 people who thought like me or were liberal, I wouldn't get on as much at all. So please, I have to listen to all of your stuff, all of your garbage, like Judy and the guy before who, you know, total lies, total this and that about Donald Trump, the insurrection traitor that he is. You know, I get to... But that's what's on this station. Okay, wait, Stan, wait. You wait, know, it wait, gets wait. annoying Stan. when I'm, I, she called me caustic. Can you believe this garbage? Okay, okay, but Stan, listen, let, let's You're go right, back. Go let's, wait, no, 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 let, let's just go back go for ahead. one second to to the, um, to the um, January 6th um, uh, incident. This is you and I talking. Do you yeah, it is. Really, do you really believe that Trump, I mean, basically, what you just said is that he, he caused it. Uh, are we gonna? I mean, you want? I didn't want to go into it. I wanted to just okay. talk about the thing. No, but I understand. But but, but, okay. but what I'm what I'm trying to say to you is, did he use language that I wish he didn't use as the president of the Dominic, United States? Dominic, Absolutely. Dominic. But he but he didn't say anything that was criminal. Uh, you see, he's not. Fa- okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the emails and the tweets. And all of the people they've been having the committee meetings, he was asked to stop and do it. He did nothing. He was for it. They sent emails to him. He did nothing. He would have been thrilled with the overthrow of of the election. He would have been thrilled. He wasn't stopping it. He wanted it. And it was gonna. And four people died. Police. This isn't no joke. The United States of America is at stake. Donald Trump and many of the Republicans, not all. Many of them, as far as I'm concerned, are traitors, and they proved it, and so forth. And most of the people that wow. call the station, they're traitors. Wow. I mean, uh, that's the way it is. 
wow. whether they do anything about them. Not all. I mean, what's her name? She's fantastic. She's a Republican. She knows what's happened. She knows what happened. But you know what? Things may change. Things may not change. Okay. But I get tired of listening to some of these phony crap people telling me about how great Donald and how wonderful it is and the, uh, the uh, situation with the shots, with the pandemic. I mean, Trump, he did absolutely do the shot. He did get it done in that regard. But other than that, he denied the shots altogether. Thousands died because of what he did. So okay. he's, he's a liar. He'll use anybody. Okay. And the people hey, that Stan, support him, I'm Stan, sorry. I've, no, no, no. I've, I've got to move on. But I, know, you, I know. But you know many of the listeners are saying, but... Who more, cares? More, I more, okay, but wait, wait, wait. i got to listen to them. Stan, There's but wait, 90% of them and 1% of me. Go ahead. Stan, more Americans died. We love you, too. More Americans died under Biden than Trump. But, well, malarkey. Malarkey. Mm, okay. And 2 million people. What did she say? 2 million people. Illegals. I said two million were thrown out. They're using that number. No two million. There's no number to prove that there were two million that came into this country. Show me the number. That's a lie. Mm. There has he just got into the he just got into office. Two million people. Barack Obama threw two million people out of this country. I asked okay. Rita Cosby, how many people did Donald Trump throw out of this country during the okay. four years? She Stan, didn't have a number. Stan, she didn't know. Stan, she thank, didn't know nothing. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Stan. I, 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 I appreciate you. It's just that I, I do have to move on. We have a full board with people waiting uh, to put in their two cents. Before we take a commercial break, before we go to a break, let's see what uh, Marissa, Marissa listening on the radio, New York, what she has to say. Good morning, Marissa. Welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. Uh, I am very, very concerned about how this gentleman is calling the other people that call this program crap. He's supposed to be censored. We are not supposed to be called the way that he does it. If he doesn't behave, I don't think that he should be coming on the air. Now, the point that I want to raise is that I am a Democrat, okay? And I am not align with what these gentlemen and Drew are talking about. And Drew talk about a, a community that he belonged to. I hope it's not the, the Spanish. I am Spanish. And I know what is going on in my community. The fact that I am a Democrat and I am not aligned with what the Democrat Party is doing is because they are going too far. There's no such thing as a Democrat Party anymore. We have something different that is too close to communism and socialism, and I don't accept it. Many Hispanics are open up their eyes. Why? We come to United States looking for the American dream, and they want to destroy it. The media have viciously attacked someone that was trying to bring what our parents brought before us. Those that came here, they used to come with legal papers. They have three jobs. They have one of those jobs just to pay for a lawyer and become legal. We will ask for our children. That's what my mother and my father did with residents, legal papers. Okay, yes. so he is not talking for our community. Okay. So we are very concerned with what's going on because we are the ones that are being really hurt with that affluence of immigration. Because they're taking away from others 
Agreed. to give it to them when uh, they have no resources. Agreed. Marissa, I thank you for the call. I wish I had more time, but I'm already late tossing to this uh, commercial break. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Folks, you can't make this up. So defund the police, defund the police. Black Lives Matter. I'm not saying that the issue, the civil rights issue, is not legitimate. But what I am saying is, don't con me using the issue of race to get paid and buy millions of dollars of real estate. All of the name of, all off the name of Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. If you're watching me live on YouTube right now, I got my right hand up in the air. Defund the police. Sounds great. Sounds wonderful, right? Sounds like an idiot. That's what it sounds like. And it's playing out right now. The same clowns that were pushing, and I'm going to come back to the president in just one second. I see all of you folks want to talk about it. So I'm going to have to put Mayor uh, Lori Lightfoot on, on the back burner until tomorrow night. But I am going to play this soundbite. I want you to hear this. So last year, she says defund the police by $80 million. Didn't happen, but that's what she was pushing for. Now, now, listen to what the mayor of Chicago has to say. I know that people are scared and emotions are on public safety, and specifically gun violence, including carjackings, are running high. And yes, we will end the year with homicides and shooting in a place that no one, including me, wants to see. I know that people for whom violence is a daily concern are particularly stressed. And that more recently, violence is creeping into other neighborhoods that have not historically been burdened by violent crime. As a mayor of the city, I want to assure you that from day one in my time as mayor, public safety has been, is, and will continue to be my highest priority. Wow. <laughs> uh, progressive mayors, progressive mayors. So now, now the climate is showing that we need our police. And we need our police to keep us safe. And now these progressive mayors are going with the wind. Oh, 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 we need them now. Mayor, Mayor Lightfoot has gone so far as to call for <clears throat> the Bureau of the the Bureau of Alcohol and Firearms to come in for the feds to come in and to her city. I just hope that um, re-election time, the voters of Chicago remember what her position was initially. Defund the police. Defund the police. Right? Sounds great. Defund the police. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. Who's going to stop these animals on the street? And I'm not talking about the, the animals, the pets. I'm talking about the real animals. Who's going to stop them? But anyway, let's go back. I'm going to save Mayor Lightfoot. We're going to save that soundbite uh, for tomorrow night because I've got to let it sink in myself with uh, 
with what she's saying now. Let's go. Uh, let's go back to the uh, telephones. Let's go to Dale. Dale is calling from Orange County, listening on the radio. Good morning, Dale. What's on your mind? Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm a nurse, but I want to just respond to Stan. Okay. I think he forgot that Biden and Harris discouraged people from getting the vaccine because of Trump. So that's number one. And number two, we have so many illegals crossing the border, and they have COVID, not mandated, not getting a shot, going here, going there, bringing them to Westchester. So Stan is completely wrong. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And, yes, the statistics are there is more COVID out there now. So, you know, I think if they stopped bringing the illegals in, it would have helped because they don't care about the border patrol. Us as nurses who have to take care of these people when they wind up in the hospital. And, you know, it's a serious problem. And COVID is, is I don't think it's going away. I think Dr. Fauci is a complete ass. He is a liar. He has used animals for experiments overseas. And I hope he loses his job and goes to jail. Wow. Well, Dale, uh, I I can only say thank you for your service uh, as a nurse. And uh, I know that it must be tough um, these days, but thank you for for standing up and for protecting all of us. Thank you so much. Let's go to Dave listening on the radio in uh, New Jersey. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, how are you? I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. You're a good guy, man. I like you. Um, Thank you. All right, listen. I'm all. I'm listening to all this BS, and um, I'm going to tell you something. I'm at a point right now where I'm ready to explode. Okay, because everything I'm hearing right now is get the vaccine. All right, and I've been watching this for two years, and I've seen it coming, and now it's coming to me. Okay, and I'm at the point right now where I've just had it. Okay, there's no evidence that this thing works. Okay, everyone that's got it, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say everyone, but like a, a, a large minority that have it, okay, are getting it and spreading it. And now hey, Dave, I'm at the point where wait, Dave, yeah. I, I'm gonna let you finish. I, you know, I what you just said is accurate. But what about the medical argument that if if you're vaccine if you're vaccinated, that at least uh, it, 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 it it it'll lessen the impact and and it the vaccinations will keep you alive. <laughs> you really believe that? I mean, listen, I live in a real world, bro. I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect you or anything else. I've been working through this whole thing for two years, okay? I haven't had the sniffles, okay? I've worked in Manhattan. I've delivered to restaurants. I've delivered to Magoda's, uh, you know, uh, delis. I've, I've delivered everywhere. I have not had anything. Now someone's going to come in and tell me that I have to get a vaccination because I need to protect everyone else? Or I'm going to lose my job. I mean, this is not America. 
I'm pissed off. I'm fucking pissed oh, off. Oh, 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 Dave, Dave, I've got to move on. But, uh, but thank, thank you for the call. I, I, I understand your your uh, sentiment. I'm now joined. We're going to go right back to your telephone calls. We're joined by uh, Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good Hello, morning, Dominic. Frank. How are you? And what do you have coming up? All right, action-packed show uh, today. Two of my favorites. One, you might remember the show Happy Days, Dominic. Yes. Anson Williams. Fonz right. And... The, the, yeah, the Fonz. You had uh, Richie Cunningham, and you had right. Potsy. Right, so right. Potsy's going to join me in about 20 minutes. Uh, he's one of my favorite people to talk to. He's can, an interesting can, guy. Can I mess with you for a second? Yeah, come on, bring we're, it on. Sit on Potsy. We were the black people. <laughs> <laughs> they have black people in Milwaukee? I had no idea. No, oh, there was, oh they, do they have black people There was in one episode where there was a, <laughs> right, there was right, a there black was guy. Right, he, I think his one. name was Hank Aaron. Right. That was the that was the one episode. <laughs> Please continue. Uh, so I'm looking forward to talking to him. Where um, you know it, it turns out, by the way. So I had him on back in January, and we got so into talking about happy days that I never ended up talking to him about the subject that I had booked him to talk about, which is his uncle is Henry Heimlich, who developed the Heimlich maneuver, mm-hmm. and. They develop these drops that keep you awake while driving. So no caffeine. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to ask him about some of the science behind that because you and I have both been in that position where we're yes. fighting to keep those eyelids open yes. when uh, when we're driving home from work. Uh, and I'm going to talk with former New York Met manager Bobby Valentine, who recently ran for mayor in Stamford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. We'll talk baseball, politics, a whole bunch of other things. And uh, we're going to follow up on the conversation you've been having about Joe Biden, the vaccine. Vaccines, Donald Trump, a whole bunch of other issues, and uh, I got some other tricks up my sleeveless shirt as well. So um, I'm sure you do. We are taking telephone calls. Uh, Frank Morano, Dominic Carter here with you. You pick the next call, Frank. How about Robert in Philadelphia? Fantastic. Robert in Philly, you're up talking to Frank and Dominic. How you doing, Dominic? How you doing, Frank? Good. Um, I just wanted to... Um Try to make Stan feel better. <laughs> I think he's angry because he sees what's happening to his party, and he's not seeing why on the news stations that he watches. Um, he said that COVID was not a flu. Incorrect. It is a flu. It's a SARS. And he should be reminded that nobody has been charged with insurrection. The only people calling it an insurrection are his news sources, and that the National Guard was declined by Pelosi and the D.C. Uh, chief of police. Finally, um, I hear the concern in Stan's voice when he talks about us unvaccinated people, and I really appreciate that, but he should know that most of us have natural antibodies and are therefore done with this, and as soon as the Democrats, his party, loses power, the country will be done with this. Both of you gentlemen have a great night, and I'm going to go back to enjoy my life. Well, thank you, Robert, in Philadelphia, and um, another city where the progressives um, have been running things. And Especially in the DA's office. That's a right. Lot of, a lot of unhappiness there among folks about how uh, Larry Krasner has treated that DA's office. Let's go to our friend Hudson in the Bronx. You're talking to Frank Morano, Hudson, and Dominic Carter. Good morning. Frank, Dom, I love you guys, man. Um, Thank you. I get Feelings to my point, mutual. Um, before I get to my point, I would give anything in the world um, to have video footage of uh, probably Stan's one failed date that he had in, like, 1978 before he descended to his mother's basement filled with hatred. Um, but uh, uh, the one thing why they can't do what they're doing, and I understand you keep saying, Dom, 800 dead, and, and it's serious. 800,000. Mm-hmm. 800,000 dead. I, I, get, I get that it's serious. 
But from the beginning, and you can put this on Trump also, and I, I love Trump, but from the beginning, they, they should have had not just Fauci and doctors, but they should have had in that room child therapists and economics specialists and, and, and other people. It's, it's, it's a whole world out there. And, you know, obviously, you know, Dom, because we talk all the time, is, you know, I work in the school, and um, the effect it's going to have on these kids down the line, um, obesity, drug abuse, uh, you know, because I, I, I work in the hood, I live in the hood, um, the, the gangs, these kids have nothing else to do, um, depression. And this is the last thing, and I'll leave you with this, Dom and Frank, is we are the first line of defense when we work in schools. We see the child abuse. The kids come and they talk to yes. us first. Yes. So when, when, they do. when we're not when we're not there, they got no one to talk to. We don't see the bruises and we don't see the, the sadness and all that stuff. But hey, guys, listen, I love you both. And if I don't talk to you guys, um, Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Halloween. Christmas. Happy. Same to you. Same to you. Some very uh, interesting uh, points there. So, Mr. Morano, you select the uh, next caller. Uh, how about uh, how about uh, Audrey in Brooklyn? Our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, uh, 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 Booster Lady. Thank you. I was sitting there saying, me, me, me. Um, I'm going to listen to your show because I forgot about Patsy. But, um, Dominic. Yes. I have to be frank. Um, um, stand- Don't steal my act. Oh, damn. Okay, excuse me. Stan, to me, is no one to be criticized. I would criticize the folks that are calling you with this misinformation, and it bothers me because nobody there is a doctor. Fauci is a doctor for 50 daggone years. Let's cure the not cure. Let's get rid of this variant right now because this is serious. And then we can talk about Frank, and then we can talk about Drew. But I hope I get on their list. You guys have a wonderful evening. Well, and I'm going to say, listen to your show. Well, but thank you. Biden's doing a daggone good job. Thank you, Audrey. And Frank Morano's show is definitely worth listening to. I'm looking uh, at YouTube, some of the comments JL just posted for me to let folks know when I will be filling in. So I will be here uh, in my regular slot, midnight to 1 a.m., but I will also be filling in for James Golden starting on Friday from 4 to 5 p.m. and all next week. And I'll also be doing James shows on Saturday Ooh. from 8 to 10 a.m. So, folks, you're going to be getting a lot of Dominic Carter in the next week and a half. I look forward to it. I hope you do as well. Keep it right there. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.